everyone! How is it going? How is your Tuesday? 9 p.m. British time, and of course, that means. Rapsdom! Today's show is a late April. Fools, because it's still April. Uh, just about. Um. There's not gonna be a lot of talking, to be fair, because I chose a huge selection of music. And not a lot of it is from fighting games, surprisingly, whenever I go for a party, it's usually <laughs> the case, but uh, that's not it. Hey. On Discord, people are talking to me, hey, 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 Resident ST, hey, Jamie, hey, Frostgamer98. Hey, Hequadan88. Hey, Veritex was just saying that today is boring, rainy, wasted, and he said, nice, I used to request this track a few times a while ago. I wonder which track it was. That was uh, 10 minutes or so ago. So I wonder, hey, Nicholas. Um, as I was saying, um, I wanted today to be a third-party uh, music uh, show, so that it would be different than usual, so to say. And I grabbed music that I didn't have from plenty of games that you are definitely not used to listening to from me. Uh, most of it is from games that I have barely ever heard about, but the music is actually pretty good. Uh, there are also some, some requests. Um, we've had requests from three people and all of that music is in. So we're actually gonna start with the music that is closer to my heart right now. And then we're gonna go on a talk break and then we'll go into the real April Fools. So to start with, it's gonna be a song that is from the only Guilty Gear game that is not in uh, Radio Sega's playlist. Which happens to be the very first one before the Exus came around. It's a track that was replaced for um, XX. It is a fixed idea, which was Testament's theme.
Yeah, the first song that played was uh, a fixed idea from uh, the first Guilty Gear, as I mentioned. Uh, the second one was probably familiar to many of you. It is from the legendary and extremely expensive uh, Power Stone 2 on the Dreamcast. Um, the song that played was the the, the track that uh, plays in the background when we are or we or someone else is playing on the Dark Castle area, uh, which is one of the least known tunes. So so that's why I chose it. Power Stone 2 is uh, great fun. I I miss it. I used to play it quite a bit, although not as much as I should because I find recall correctly my game kept on crashing by the time I, I got it so I didn't really go too far but I remember that there was some kind of story mode with very complicated weapons that you could get later in the game um, there was a system in which you could mix basic weapons and then eventually you would get to a really strong one and then you would take it to a fight but you would have to be careful because uh, you could lose it very easily so yeah I, I wish I uh, yeah I, I really have to try it again uh, I really need to check if I own Power Stone or Power Stone 2 it's one of the two um, essentially I, I was gonna yeah, let, let me just quickly get another talkback track playing. Uh, yes, made it on time before the next music block starts. So, uh, Resident SD, you are wondering if you own the first or the second game? Uh, it depends. The first, uh, Power Stone, uh, is a two-player game at most, while the second Power Stone allows up to four players in the arena. So that is probably one thing that will tell you um, which one it is. Secondly, there is also another thing. Like the first Power Stone game is kind of a 3D arena fighter. It's cl very close to a fighting game. There's even separate buttons for punching and kicking and it's only one versus one. While Power Stone 2 is is very uh, party game-ish, it's got tons of power-ups that you can grab, it's got tons of weapons you can pick, it's got tons of arena stuff that you can trigger so that they they cause problems to the, to the opponents who are going all over the map. So it, yeah, it's a bro, it's a it's kind of a 3D uh, Super Smash Brothers in that way in which there is a lot that you can do all through the arena to mess up with multiple other players except Super Smash Brothers goes up to I think 16 nowadays or is it 8? while Power Stone 4 goes up to 4 only so yeah, so they sacrificed the fighting component to to go for a a party, party brawling approach. Even punching and kicking, it's just in the same button, it's all about mashing it up. Okay, hey, cheers! Um, Alright, so uh, the next track is going to be from a series of games that is 
legendary but not exactly for the the reasons that uh, game publishers usually want to want to the next um, uh, okay so there's no eight player smash anymore so okay I see that's interesting um, anyways so the next track that I'm gonna play is from a series of games that tries to stand out in a different way than usual and it's something that would probably not work very well in the West because of all the um, the campy and over-the-top erotic uh, components to it uh, it's gonna be Show Aniki uh, we are gonna play a track from the Show Aniki game on the Sega Saturn uh, Kyoku Muteki Ginga Saikyo Otoko Enjoy! After that there will be three other tracks before we move to the next talk back.
we just had two tracks that came from my own uh, searches and two brilliant requests from Electric Boogaloo. So, as I mentioned, it started with it started with uh, a random track that doesn't have any name, at least as far as we know, from Shoaniki Kyukyoku Muteki Ginga Saikyo Otoku for the Japanese Saturn. Uh, it is a track too, apparently. If you are curious about Show uh, Aniki, feel free to <laughs> to Google it, and you will see why it stands out, so to say. Uh, it, it is spelled C H O, and then A N I K I. Then we had a track that was Electric Boogaloo's request. It was called Buggy. It's from the Saturn game Vatlva, <laughs> V-A-T-L-V-A. It was composed by Motohiro Kawashima of mostly um, Streets of Rage fame. Third track that played, uh, as Jamie commented on Discord, it was pretty similar to Psycho Pinball. The music was very similar, and I also think it's very similar to Micro Machines too. There is a reason for that. It is also from Codemasters on the Mega Drive slash Genesis time. It is from a Super Skid Marks. Uh, an isometric uh, racer. That, well, that took some cues from Micro Machines, really. It was very arcade-ish. It was mostly... It was, it was actually a fun game. And then lastly, the last track that you heard uh, the one that, in case you forgot, meanwhile, I'm gonna start it again. This was also another request from Electric Boogaloo. This is from Mr. Driller. Uh, the Ardenton version of Mr. Driller's theme, composed by Goshina. After this, we are gonna have Four more tracks. This time I do believe that all of them uh, were my choices. Uh, the first one is going to be from a classic game. From a classic uh, publisher and studio that Unfortunately, folded very recently. Uh, Traveler Styles, uh, a name that is going to be very, very famous to many of you, especially uh, if you are uh, British, because they created lots of awesome uh, games for Sega consoles. Some of them were even published by Sega, like for example, Sonic R. Uh, it's gonna be from their uh, groundbreaking Toy Story game in the Mega Drive. It's gonna be from level 2, Red Alert. In case you don't remember Toy Story on the Mega Drive, they, at uh, Traveler Styles, they found interesting ways to, um, to create those images that defied the limitations of the Mega Drive slash Genesis uh, in the cutscenes and stuff between stages. 
uh, it is something that is unlike anything you've seen. It was copying the actual film to a certain degree. If you are curious about it, you feel free to YouTube it. There are pretty nice videos from uh, the one one of the head people from from there. Correction, it has been brought to my attention that Traveler's Tales are still around, but they just make LEGO games. So... There is something that folded in there though, because that's why that old uh, employee, or even employer from the company, is publishing things on YouTube. Oh well, I'll google that later.
Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.
so that was yet another four track block we started with a traveler style toy story game for the mega drive with level 2 red alert then ironically and this was not intentional uh, the, the following track was also uh, from a franchise that is currently owned by Warner Bros. It was um, from Mortal Kombat trilogy. I mean this. This song was from a Mortal Kombat trilogy. It's uh, the subway stage uh, from the Saturn game. The Mega Drive is also going to be actually I mean that the Sega uh, the, the Mega Drive has a version of this track on its own sound chip or from uh, Mortal Kombat 3 then we have these which is called House of Fire and it's from the Saturn game Three Dirty Dwarfs a game that was unlike anything or at least most things that you would see on the Saturn it was developed by Appaloosa Interactive it was actually published by SEGA and um, it was designed by Ed Annunziata the, the infamous uh, creator from the Echo the Dolphin series that uh, filed a lawsuit against SEGA for the for the rights to use the Echo the Dolphin character and stuff I'm going to assume that this game is Hungarian because programmers, artists and composers everyone got uh, Hungarian names so that is very uh, interesting and if you google it you are gonna see uh, that it is very unique and something that is not usual at all on Saturn days it is not third party, but still, it served as uh, a reminder that there are some ni interesting uh, tracks uh, and soundtracks on Radio Sega that you can request that are not right in your face uh, from Sega. And the last track that um, that I played on that block was from Veritex, the game, not the the user. It is this. It is Border Region Act 2. All of those are great tunes. And now we are gonna move up to another uh, quickly to another block of um, four tracks. These are going to be shorter. So this is going to be a quick block, actually.
Sega Music 24-7.
that was yet another block of music that you wouldn't normally listen on at Radio Sega. The first out of those four tracks was... Uh, let me see... Okay, it was... Uh, this track. Wait, wait, there it is. It was this one from Truxton or Truxton uh, from the Mega Drive, one of the first shmups on the console, out from 1998. Shmups in the Mega Drive slash Genesis are known for having great music, uh, as you could see with Veritex uh, before, and as you can also hear when you are listening to Thunder Force music on Radio Sega or Musha Leste, stuff like that um, apparently thanks to Electric Boogaloo I know now that there is going to be a retro beat release of Truxon and that's going to be uh, very interesting the chat also descended quite a bit uh, to discuss Traveler Tales and some events that happened and also uh, that the last game from uh, Appaloosa, as Jamie brought to my attention. Uh, oops, sorry. Uh, apparently I said 98, but I meant 89. Truxton is from 1989, which makes a lot more sense, considering that it was one of the first Mega Drive games, as I mentioned, so... <laughs> Yeah, 98 would have definitely made much sense there, especially as in 98 the Dreamcast was already a thing. Uh, anyways, um, uh, Jamie brought to my attention that the last game to be created by the studio that also created Free Dirty Dwarves, created, uh, created by the, the person who uh, was behind Echo the Dolphin before that, was Jaws Unleashed, which was surprisingly a game that I had a lot of fun. Okay, the original Truxon is from 88, thanks for the tip, Tim, again? <laughs> um, I actually enjoyed uh, Jaws Unleashed a lot back in the PlayStation 2 days. Uh, I'm not sure if it was a good game or not, because to be very honest, I've mostly been a typecast player. I've played many different kinds of games through my life, yes. But there's always style. I've always had a style, and um, the kind of game, that kind of game, like um, Jaws and Leech, is not really what usually is my forte. So yeah, so if uh, I, I'm gonna have to Google reviews for the the game, and uh, the track that you are listening to uh, right now is from the Red Book Audio from Super Puzzle Fighter 2. <laughs> the game with uh, Capcom's especially Street Fighter characters that involved two, two characters battling each other by playing a columns-like puzzle where you had to... Actually, it was an interesting concept. It, it was a mixture of columns and Puyo Puyo if you, are in, if you like Columns and Puyo Puyo, and even other games like Tetris, uh, you are going to be interested by um, by what Super Puzzle Fighter 2 is like, because, yeah, I think it's ta it takes elements from both. And this song is obviously inspired on uh, Street Fighter Alpha 2 track, 
Uh, I, I think it's Ken's stage, although I'm not sure. But yeah. Uh, then, after that, we had a fighting game track. We had this, which is from uh, the, the Saturn Japanese game that was Samurai Spirits Amakusa Korin which is so to say Samurai Showdown 4 this is Kazuki Kazama's uh, uh, stage which is Blaze and then finally we had the extremely recognizable Strider theme from the Mega Drive game uh, an iconic game that is still beloved nowadays. Uh, this is called Raid! Exclamation mark. I've got to say that the the original version of this track is much better than the Mega Drive uh, rendition. I'm afraid. Uh, regardless, we are now going to go to the next block. We are already overextending and it's still gonna overextend a bit more. Haha! <laughs> Enjoy the next four tracks!
Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.
are vastly overextending this show and people are talking and namely Tim and Jamie are talking about Five Nights at Freddy's games on Discord so yeah, so you can see that our community is very very versatile Um, so yeah, the four tracks that played, the first one was not even third party, it was a bit of um, a cheat. It was from King of Fighters 13, it was um, the second Joker, Ash's theme. And then we had more Samurai Shodown 4, or Samurai Spirit, Samakusa something. <laughs> I forgot what it was. It was this track, Amakusa Korin, that's it, yes. Then we had these. But yeah, before the track from uh, Samurai Shodan 4 was Silent Activity, Zankuro Stage. This, the one that you are listening to right now, is from Saturn Bomberman. It is called Amusement World. And finally, we had this very memorable tune, especially in Latin America. This is the menu theme from the brilliant football game International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. So yeah, so uh, we are gonna quick, 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 quickly go to the next part. As I told you, today's show was gonna be very music heavy. Um, it's gonna start with another Mortal Kombat track. Yeah, this is going to be very, very uh, fighty, fighty. It's going to be a rough segment, so to say. Yeah, but all of them are going to be short. And there is actually one request here! After this, there will be only one more break, two more tracks, and the show is over.
to 7 billion listeners. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.
Radio Sega. It's playing the best Sega music 24 7. Yeah, these four tracks that just played were, uh, let me see, let me see, right, the first one was from the Mega or Sega CD version of the first Mortal Kombat game, it was, the track name is called Dungeon, but it is in reality Goro's Lair. Then we had Very Texas Request, it was from... Um, yeah, I'm gonna play it. It was from Whiprush in the Mega Drive. Stage 1 Sky City. Then we had this classic. This is True Love Making, the London stage from Capcom vs SNK 2, Mark of the Millennium 2001. 
this was one of the two Dreamcast classics. Uh, this is something that you will always hear in this um, station whenever there is a third party show, really. Then we moved to the Deadpool, the Mega Drive version of Mortal Kombat 2. And lastly, we went for Mortal Kombat. Uh, for Micro Machines 2, we had the title theme. Yet another track that sounds a lot like the, that Super Speed Marks track I played before. Yeah, see, uh, the same that uh, Jamie before said sounded like Psycho Pinball. So I have a feeling that Codemasters used the same composer for <laughs> all their Mega Drive games. Um, so yeah, so these were these four tracks. Uh, and now we are gonna go for the the last two tracks of the show. One of them is Jamie's request. And then we'll call it today. This has been almost two hours of essentially third-party music non-stop because I've barely been talking at all. I hope it's been enjoyable. Yeah, now we are gonna go with another classic. It's gonna be the NBA Jam Tournament Edition theme on the Mega Drive.
this is it for this extremely music heavy show uh, yeah this wasn't the most interactive uh, show there was and I am aware of that uh, so yeah this was a bit of an oddity um, so thanks a lot to, for everyone on on this on uh, on discord for actually keeping the conversation going and discussing multiple topics Jamie uh, Veritex Electric Boogaloo, um, it was great to to have you keeping me company and to yeah to keep on discussing a massive multitude of two of teams while we had all of these songs going on. The last two songs that played, well, one of them I announced it. It was from NBA Jam Tournament Edition, the main theme, and the last one to end this show on a really high note. It was the main theme from the original Tomb Raider from 1996, which was a hallmark on the Sega Saturn. That being said, um, thanks a lot for listening again. <laughs> uh, it was almost two hours, even though this was supposed to be a one hour show, but feel free to request everything you want in about one minute or so. Uh, next up, and Radio Sega is gonna be again every single Wednesday, 8 p.m. British time. We are going to have I Need Fruit with his amazing Club Sega, and then Thursday again, 8 p.m. British time. Do not miss it. Uh, we are gonna have uh, the Sega Lounge, where KC is going to be having an interview I mean he's already had it, it's a recording but yeah, you get what I mean he's going to be on an interview or it's going to be aired with the main creators of Streets of Rage 4 yeah, you cannot miss that one this was barely a fighting game show, Veritex. There were like four songs that were from fighting games. Most of there were more shmup tracks than fighting game tracks. You cannot complain about it <laughs> at all. There was even Show Anarchy. I brought the Show Anarchy. Come on. Um. Uh, yeah, and also plenty of sports. I've got to admit, and racing. Yep. It was a quite a balanced show, I think. There was just not a lot of uh, RPGs. Uh, although, I should compensate for that. Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm gonna just leave the hair waves and let you request the tracks that you want to hear on the 24-7. See you next week! <laughs>